Hi, hello everyone. Welcome to Bengaluru's first community radio station CR90.4 MHz. Now you are listening active event and today's topic is interdisciplinary action research conversation with emerging leaders a collaborative initiative of CFA and ESG. And don't waste your time. Come let's see what they'll discuss. To escape the legal liability and resist responsibility in cases where their investments uh, their work actually harm so if we kind of un- try and understand these big international banks they were actually set up to fight poverty and and not maximize profit so this is a story that helped ifc and other such funding banks to hold themselves accountable it kind of helps hold the mirror against such institutions to their very existence and to ensure their work is consistent with their mission uh, their reason to exist is to assist such community in the developing worlds they shouldn't also be hiding when their projects results in weakening the communities and weakening everything around the communities so to help us understand more about great struggle we have with us today anuradha munshi and bharat patel uh, we thank both of them for agreeing to speak with us and share this uh, story that they have been fighting for more than a decade now so a little brief introduction to each of them anuradha munshi is the research coordinator at the center for financial accountability and she has been working on the accountability of international financial institutions for more than a decade now and as part of the team she has supported the machimar adhikar sangharsh sangathan in holding international financial institutions accountable for the social and environmental destruction and the damage that they have caused in mundra and bharat patel he is the general secretary of the machimar adhikar sangharsh sangathan he has been along with the community at the forefront of this struggle many other fights against the massive industrialization of the mundra coast welcome and thanks to both of you namaste bharat ji bahut bahut shukriya so before i hand over the forum to them let's all keep thank you everyone for joining and uh, over to anu and bharat patel uh, hello everyone i think uh, we will start with bharat bhai talking about the struggle and what exactly was the situation in mundra on ground what happened with the fish workers and then i'll come down to talk about more into the details of the case bharat bhai aap start karenge main ek presentation share karunga to thoda dikhai bhi dega ye mundra ka shuruaati picture hai kareeban 2056 ke aas paas ka jo ye pura dense mangrove area tha aur wahi se hamari ye aandolan ka jo shuruaat hui mundra hai jo gujarat ka is part mein hai jo matlab pata hai sabko aur ek gulf of kutch mainly यहाँ पे गुजरात अरे इंडिया के अरे गुजरात के 93 परसेंट के जितने मैंग्रोव है काफी करीबन 5000 साल पुराने कोरल रिप भी इस एरिया में आपको दिखाई दिखाई देगी मरीन जो एलगीज है करीबन 210 टाइप सेंचुरीज है नेशनल पार्क्स है क्रीक्स और एस्चुरीज है करीबन 1.4 मिलियन अरे लेक्टन का फिश प्रोडक्शन होता है यह है पूरा और जो यहाँ पे मछुआरे हैं वो माइग्रेशन करके ऐसे शोर लाइन पे जाते साल के आठ महीने वहीं पे ऐसे गोनी बैग के झोपड़ी बना के वहीं पे स्टे करते हैं और ये करीबन 200 साल से प्रैक्टिसेस चल रही है और ये सात किलोमीटर से लेके 80 किलोमीटर तक दूरी तक का माइग्रेशन होके वो 
ऐसे बंदरों पे रहते वहीं पे न कोई भी टाइप की हेल्थ पीने के पानी का इलेक्ट्रिसिटी या घर या कोई भी फैसिलिटीज नहीं इवन रोड भी नहीं है जो अभी ये हमारी स्ट्रगल और वो सब की वजह से कुछ भी जो डेवलप हुआ है वो हुआ है जैसे कि बद्रेश्वर बंदर पे गवर्नमेंट ने रोड बनाया वो और वहीं पे अभी एजुकेशन को लेके वाई करके स्कूल चला रहा है वाई करके जो ऑर्गेनाइजेशन है वो यहाँ पे दो टाइप का फिशिंग होता है एक पगड़िया फिशिंग होता है जो मेनली फूड फिशिंग जो लोग इंटरटाइडल जोन में जाके नेट लगा के फिशिंग करते हैं और दूसरा जो ड्राई फिशिंग होता है वो पैसिव फिशिंग है जो नेट लगा देते हैं मछली अपने आप आके फंसती है और वो बोट का खाली ट्रांसपोर्टेशन के लिए यूज होता है और 95 परसेंटेज ड्राई फिश होता है यहाँ पे और लोग यहाँ पे सुखाते हैं और फिर उसको ये व्यापारी और जो फिश प्रोड्यूसर कंपनी है हमारा वो परचेज करता है एवरी फिफ्टीन डेज और उसको करता है यहाँ पे जो इंडस्ट्रीज की जो बात करूँ तो बड़ा 60 किलोमीटर कोस्ट लाइन का पोर्ट और स्पेशल इकोनॉमिक जोन और पोर्ट जो चार बड़े पोर्ट्स और एग्जिस्टिंग एक पोर्ट ऐसे करके पांच पोर्ट है और पावर प्लांट है जो दो अदानी का और एक अदानी का और एक टाटा का और दोनों को मिला के दस लाख मेगावाट का है पर बाकी सब मिला के जो प्लान है वो सब मिला के ट्वेंटी फाइव थाउजेंड मेगावाट का पावर प्रोजेक्ट यहाँ पे अंडर पाइपलाइन है यहाँ पे आप देखेंगे ये पूरा मुंद्रा का वाटरफ्रंट डेवलपमेंट प्रोजेक्ट का प्लान है और जो रेड स्पॉट है वहीं पे फिशिंग कम्युनिटी बसती है और वो एनुअली सिक्सटी करोड़ का फिश प्रोडक्शन करती है वो जो आपको इससे दिखाई देगा जो हमारा शुरुआती जो लड़ाई शुरुआत हुई उसका जो मेन रीजन था कि इंटरटाइडल जोन में लोग पगड़िया फिशिंग करते थे और जो अच्छा खासा मैंग्रो था और वहीं पे ही अदानी ने जो वहीं पे पोर्ट डेवलप करना शुरू किया तो आप देखेंगे 2005 की जो सेटेलाइट इमेज और 2008 का सेटेलाइट इमेज में आप देखेंगे की यहाँ पे वेस्ट स्पॉट दिख रहा है और वो पूरा एक क्रिक था और यहाँ पे मछुआर बैठते थे उसको हटा के अभी यहाँ पे लाए इस साइड लोगों को वहीं से हटाना पड़ा तो वो और एक काफी सारा मैंग्रो और जो क्रॉक क्रिक ब्लॉकेज है वो सब आपको दिखाई देगा जैसे कि ये एरिया में ये पूरा मैंग्रो एरिया है और एक क्रिक्स है पर वहीं पे अभी आप 2008 में देखेंगे तो पूरा बंडिंग करके और अभी तो जो नया लेटेस्ट सेटेलाइट इमेज देखेंगे तो वहीं पे आपको कुछ भी नहीं दिखाई देगा पूरा जमीन ही दिखाई देगा और काफी सारे मैंग्रो वहीं से चले गए है और ये पूरा करीबन सत्रह किलोमीटर नीचे की और अदानी स्लोली जो इंटरटाइडल जोन था वो पूरा फिलिंग करके पॉट का जो ड्रेजिंग करके फिल करके वो उसने अनसर्वेड जमीन और वेस्टलैंड है ऐसे करते करते वो नीचे आया तो आप देखेंगे 91 का जो एकदम ऊपर था फिर 2008 और 2010 में कितना नीचे ऐसे करके पूरा जो जमीन था वो इंटरटाइडल जोन में से हटा के वो लोगों ने अनसर्वेड जमीन बना के ये मैंग्रो पूरा ऐसे एक्सीवेटर और जो ये पूरा दिख रहा है आपको फोटोग्राफ्स में वो सब ऐसे करीबन साढ़े तीन हजार हेक्टेयर से ज्यादा एरिया में मैंग्रो वहीं से निकाल दिया गया ये सब जो फोटोग्राफ्स है और फ्लाई स्टम्पिंग और वो सब जो और पीछे आपको दिखाई दे रहा है एक फोटो में वो जो पावर प्रोजेक्ट है अदानी का और ये सब यहाँ पे सबसे अच्छा वही है की खारे का प्रोडक्शन होता है जो खाली कच्छ में ही होता है जो गीला जो खजूर होता है वो खा सकते हैं वो यहाँ पे सबसे ज्यादा करीबन 500 करोड़ का एन्युअली उसका बिजनेस है इस एरिया में जो लोग खारे का प्रोडक्शन करके वो बेचते हैं पूरे इंडिया में जाता है और वो कहते हैं पर अभी जो दो पावर प्रोजेक्ट आया है जो इसमें आपको दिखाई देता है वो इस जगह पे है ये प्रोजेक्ट इस पूरा प्रोजेक्ट का लिस्ट है उसमें से अभी जो ऑपरेशनल है वो 
ये सीजीपीएल अदानी का कच्छ पावर जनरेशन था वो अभी चला गया क्योंकि हम लोगों की कंप्लेन और वो सब की वजह से और ये जो ओपीजी का अभी चल रहा है और बाकी जो छोटे छोटे है वो भी चल रहे है गवर्नमेंट का था वो अभी ये सब हमारी स्ट्रगल का ये फोटोग्राफ से अभी बेसिकली मैं आ जाऊं टाटा मुंद्रा की जो हमारी स्ट्रगल की जो शुरुआत हुई मेनली इतने सारे इश्यूज थे यहाँ पे जो मैंग्रोव जा रहे थे ओपीजी पावर प्रोजेक्ट आ रहा था और वो सब में लोग पूरा फाइट कर रहे थे टाटा मुंद्रा वहीं पे करीबन 2006 में उसने क्लियरेंस पोल ले लिया था उसका काम नहीं चल रहा था पर ग्यारह से उसका काम शुरू हुआ और तब तक वो था कि क्लोज साइकिल कूलिंग सिस्टम है लोगों को पता भी नहीं था कि उससे क्या इम्पैक्ट होगा वो सब और एक साइड लड़ाई चल रही थी अदानी वाला तब भी फिर उसने क्या किया कि आउटफॉल चैनल बड़ा सा बनाना शुरू किया तब भी हम लोगों ने अपोज किया और बोला कि क्योंकि वो आउटफॉल चैनल बनाए उसकी वजह से जो लोगों का आने जाने का रास्ता था वो कट हो गया और पहले तीन किलोमीटर होता था अभी करीबन सात किलोमीटर होता है तो इतना लंबा रास्ता हो गया आउटफॉल चैनल की वजह से और फिर आउटफॉल चैनल बनी उसकी वजह से वहीं पे जो मैंग्रोव थे वो भी चले गए वहीं पे एक सेंड्यून था और वो सेंड्यून के बीच में लोग वो रहते थे अभी क्या किया उसने वो कट किया क्योंकि आउटफॉल चैनल बनाया उसकी वजह से उसके बाद वो जो आउटफॉल चैनल बनाया उसका जो ड्रेजिंग मटेरियल था वो ऊपर के एरिया में डंपिंग किया वो ऊपर एरिया में डंपिंग किया उसकी वजह से क्या हुआ कि जो वहीं पे एक पीने का पानी का सोर्स था मीठा पानी था तो सैलिनिटी आ गई और अभी जो पीने का पानी का सोर्स था वो सब चलने लगा तब भी हम लोग ट्राई कर रहे थे क्या करे तो हम लोगों ने कंप्लेन और वो सब करना शुरू किया था इनिशियली यहाँ पे और तभी जो भाई के साथ बात हुई और ये जो फाइनेंशियल इंस्टीट्यूशन को हम लोग कैसे उसके बीच में ला सकते हैं क्योंकि ये सब काफी सारे इश्यू थे और उस वक्त जब टाटा ने एक रिपोर्ट सबमिट किया था कि यहाँ पे कोई बछवारों को इम्पेक्ट नहीं होने वाली यहाँ पे लोगों को इम्पेक्ट नहीं होने वाली है या यहाँ पे ये फिशिंग को भी कोई इम्पैक्ट नहीं होगी क्योंकि यहाँ पे कोई सीजनली फिशिंग होता है हालांकि लोग वहीं पे आठ महीने जाके बैठ के वो फिशिंग करते हैं तो वो हम लोगों ने वो खोजा खास करके जो भाई और अनुबेन वो सब ने फिर अनुबेन और वो सब यहाँ पे आए और फिर हम लोगों ने सीईओ को कंप्लेन फाइल किया पहले तो वो एक डर था कि ये सीओ अरे अगर एक बार निकल गया हमारा हाथ में से अगर सीईओ ने बोला कि नहीं कुछ नहीं है यहाँ पे कुछ इम्पैक्ट नहीं हो रहा है तो फिर हम लोग कुछ भी नहीं कर पाएंगे क्योंकि फिर यहाँ पे रिकॉर्ड पे फाइल मैं एक मिनट यहाँ पे थोड़ा सा ब्रीफली इधर बता दूं सीईओ इज बेसिकली इंडिपेंडेंट अकाउंटेबिलिटी मैकेनिज्म ऑफ इंटरनेशनल फाइनेंस कॉरपोरेशन आई सो इफ देर इज एनी वायोलेशन ऑफ एनवायरमेंटल एंड सोशल पॉलिसीज ऑफ आई then you can complain to this independent body which is associated uh, ceo is compliance advisor ombudsman ceo yeah thank you fir hum logo ne ye complain wo sab file kiya aur tab bhi bhai se yahan pe ek hamari complain ko sunne ke liye do log aaye us waqt काफी सारे लोग हम हम लोग थे और वो जो वर्ल्ड बैंक से आते हैं तो फिर अपना स्टैंडर्ड भी बहुत बड़ा होता है तो उसमें एक पुष्पा अयर करके एक बहन थी और हमारे साथ ऐसे व्यवहार कर रहे थे कि जैसे हम लोग फालतू का बकवास कर रहे हैं और कंपनी वाले ठीक है और एटीट्यूड उस तरह का था तो फिर काफी लोगों ने अपोज भी किया उस वक्त 
कि आप हमको सुनने के लिए आए या आप कंपनी की तरफ से आए और उसमें हिरेन गांधी भी थे गुजरात से तो वो सब काफी हुआ फिर हम लोगों ने ऑब्जेक्शन फाइल किया उस वक्त भी पहला रिपोर्ट एक अच्छा है हमारे फेवर में कि नहीं टाटा की वजह से काफी इम्पैक्ट हुआ है क्योंकि वो थर्मल पॉल्यूशन छोड़ रहा है उसकी वजह से फिश माइग्रेशन हुआ है मैंग्रोव डिस्ट्रेक्शन हुआ है और लोगों को आने जाने का रास्ता और तो काफी सारी चीजें रिपोर्ट में निकल के आई मॉनिटरिंग रिपोर्ट भी निकाला दूसरा और फिर हम लोगों ने जाके वहीं पे वर्ल्ड बैंक में जो इसका एनुअल मीटिंग होता है उसके बोर्ड के सामने हम लोगों ने प्रेजेंट भी किया कि ये सब हुआ क्लियरली रिपोर्ट में भी निकल के आया है कि ये सब नुकसान हो रहा है हम लोगों ने आर्ग्यूमेंट किया उसके इस वक्त जो मिल रहा था आश्वासन कि ना हम लोग कुछ करेंगे तो हम लोगों को कुछ होप बना था कि कुछ होगा पर फाइनली कुछ किया नहीं तब भी ई के साथ कॉन्टेक्ट हुआ चैलेंज कर सकते हैं कि अगर इंटरनेशनल इंस्टीट्यूशन कुछ नुकसान कर रहा है तो उसको हम लोग चैलेंज कर सकते हैं तो फिर ई के साथ बात हुई और 2015 में ई यहाँ पे आया अरे 14 एंड में और फिर हम लोगों ने यूएस कोर्ट में केस फाइल किया पहले तो दोनों मतलब फेडरल और सर्किट दोनों कोर्ट में से निकाल दिया था फाइनली ये इम्यूनिटी वाला इश्यू था और यूएस सुप्रीम कोर्ट से ये हमको उसमें मतलब हम लोग जीते हैं उसमें और अभी लोअर कोर्ट में केस चल रहा है अभी लोअर कोर्ट में से निकल गया है अभी हम लोग शायद सर्किट में आएंगे ना अनुबेन जी जी लोअर कोर्ट में वापस जाएंगे तो ये पूरा अभी तक कराया मैंने जितना मतलब टाइम को देखते हुए फटाफट बताने की कोशिश की है थैंक यू भरत भाई इट हैज बीन अ वेरी वेरी लॉन्ग एंड इट हैज बीन इट हैज बीन ऑलमोस्ट डेकेड सिंस द कम्युनिटी हैज बीन टायरलेसली फाइटिंग दीज इंस्टीट्यूशंस द काइंड ऑफ डिस्ट्रक्शन दे हैव कॉज्ड ऑन द ग्राउंड एंड देयर हैव बीन विक्ट्रीज देयर हैव बीन फॉल्स but they are still not received any sort of justice any um any uh, 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 any justice basically so it, it is still a long struggle and uh, it is commendable that how the community over a almost a period of a decade have fought these institutions and made changes for uh, the entire to all those individuals who are fighting these destructive uh, financed projects by international financial institutions across the globe i will briefly get into uh, the details of what exactly happened with the legal case and the fight, you know basically the fight against the international financial institutions as far as i has already mentioned so the community got together and they decided that they will take on international financial institutions and the first step for it was to access the Uh, accountability mechanisms that these institutions offer so the first step was to actually go and file a case uh, a complaint against the kind of massive destruction which paradbhai has already spoken of that was happening on ground because of this project which was funded by actually two institutions uh, two international financial institutions asian development bank and ifc a uh, community chose to file complaint to both these institutions and i will uh, first talk about the fight ifc once the complaint was filed 
there was this entire process in which community asked them to do a compliance investigation of whether IFC has complied by its environmental and social safeguards uh, with respect to this project or not. And uh, every financial institution, when they fund a project, they have to comply by these environmental and social safeguards, which are indigenous rights, uh, environmental and social rights, um, uh, labor rights, uh, and and many uh, pollution, safety, all these uh, parameters they have to comply on. And since this was a high-risk project, they had to necessarily comply on all these uh, parameters. So it was interesting when the compliance report of gating body, CAO, Compliance Advisor Ombudsman, came out, it was categorically mentioned in that report that IFC's due diligence process was inadequate and failed to consider the risks and impacts on local fishing communities. It further said that it, IFC had failed to ensure uh, the project met environmental and social standards uh, that are necessary for IFC-funded projects and failed to address compliance issues and failed to adequately supervise the project. IFC's responded, uh, response to the project uh, was by rejecting most of the CAO findings and ignoring uh, others. This is very interesting because uh, even though they have this... Uh, uh, independent uh, investigating body in uh, accountability mechanism and they can investigate the project but in terms of remedy they do not have any power so the case goes back to the president with that report and it is the president and the management of uh, these institutions that take a call in terms of providing remedy when the management's response came it was pretty shocking uh, not exactly shocking because we we know the kind of callousness and uh, arrogance these institutions operate with. But it was uh, very shocking that it had categorically like rejected and ignored most of the findings and only taken the path of remedial action that was mostly bandage work. So then the, the community actually rejected this uh, the remedial action plan that was offered by the IFC management. Bharat Bhai said there was a lot of struggle post that. There was a lot of uh, networking with international organizations, media, uh, community fight, led this campaign in uh, which they kind of send these postcards from across uh, the country to World Bank office stating their failures and their denial of justice to the community. So this was like a dedicated campaign in which... Uh, there was a lot of networking with international organizations, media at the same time. And it was then Earthright International, which is this international organization that, that fights uh, investments, uh, uh, international financial institutions, which uh, fund destructive development, so-called destructive uh, um, development in, in, in countries and harm communities. So they came up with this... Um, suggestion that the community can go ahead and file this case in U.S. This is also where uh, IFC is, is headquartered. So the decision, because any any um, judgment of importance there could also have larger political repercussions then. So they decided uh, the community agreed to this and uh, they went ahead. So the farmers and the fishing community collective uh, filed this case and Earthrights International represented them in the court.
communities basically filed this uh, in 2015 they filed this case suit against ifc on behalf uh, in the federal court of washington dc where ifc is headquartered and the complaint included claims for negligence destruction nuisance trespass breach of contract and seeked uh, damages for all of these what happened in the lower court was that uh, the case was dismissed and uh, basically what the court said that these institutions enjoy immunity uh, under the they enjoy uh, absolute immunity under the international organizations immunities act so this was then further challenged in the higher court and in 2016 march district court passed the judgment that ifc could not be sued they found that ifc was entitled to absolute immunity from liability and had not waived that immunity so uh, to this in 2017 an appeal was filed in the us court of appeals for district of columbia circuit a three bench panel of the dc court they affirmed the decision finding ifc immune from the suit although the panel recognized the dismal situation of the fish workers and the community and also noted ifc did not uh, deny that the plant had caused substantial damage but there was a dissenting opinion uh, when this judgment came uh, also it was interesting uh, this case was still being monitored under the independent accountability mechanism of ifc cao was still uh, monitoring this project and they came out with a report stating clearly stating that ifc had still not done any meaningful action uh, with service this uh, project then finally the district court uh, uh, when this judgment came with the dissenting opinion the courts uh, community and eri earth right Inter- international decided that they will petition against this and go to the us supreme court uh, to rectify the us court of appeals decision and they are finding that uh, ifc enjoyed absolute immunity and in 2019 there was a historic decision by us supreme court that decided that international organizations like the world bank group can be sued for uh, can be sued in the us courts and uh, they do not enjoy absolute immunity uh, especially when in cases of commercial activity this was landmark this was a big political win uh, not only for communities in india but for uh, communities who are finding international financial institutions across the globe just getting into this this decision of the supreme court came out vindicating the stand of the community that the international financial in- institutions enjoy absolute immunity and could not be tried in the court of law this decision uh, for the fishing community of mundra but it was also big for people across the globe who had been fighting ne- negative impacts of the project funded by international financial institutions with very limited agency to hold these institutions accountable because of immunity they operated under this decision also has a persuasive importance for communities to challenge absolute immunity of these institutions that these institutions enjoy not only in the us but across the globe in india as well it also kind of opened a window for holding these institutions accountable for uh, long these institutions have operated under the garb of accountability by pointing towards uh, their own independent accountability mechanisms which uh, in this particular case and many other across the globe have shown a complete failure to recognize the findings of their own accountability mechanisms in fact what actually happened is that uh, uh, after this case was filed it was kind of a big blow to international financial institutions 
when they see that this case was going from one place to the other. The IFC CEO actually came out with the statement openly that IFC needs to deliver better on their environmental and social compliance. And uh, it is it is the failures of these systems that have led to what we are here. And in, in future, we will see more of such cases coming if people are not provided genuine remedy and genuine uh, uh, place to hold these institutions accountable. One of the biggest victories of this has been that most of these institutions today are actually reviewing their safeguard policies, the environmental and safeguard policies. They are under review their accountability mechanisms are under review. The powers of the accountability uh, 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 mechanisms and the powers of the management are under review. It kind of was a landmark moment in terms of uh, shaking up these institutions that they can no longer operate with this kind of arrogance and immunity. Uh, definitely, this was an incentive for financial institutions to be more responsible in their lending and carry and and a very strong message that they cannot carry out their business as usual. Many other cases previously, this case is also has basically uh, pushed these institutions to lift this garb of uh, of being opaque and and pushed them to be more transparent and be more accountable. It's an uphill battle, and it will take a uh, it will take a lot more fight. It will take a lot more effort and uh, pushing these institutions to adopt such policies. But it was definitely a very, very important step. And lastly, people's rights. Uh, I mean, this was a victory for people's rights. It was a victory, uh, especially in these grim times when there is such a huge shrinking space for dissent. Uh, everything is criminalized. Dissent is criminalized. There's so much intimidation. This, this, this verdict was kind of lifted up the spirits of of the communities, um, not only for Mundra but for across the globe. It's an uphill struggle and it is far from over. In June, uh, IFC filed a motion uh, after they got a huge setback with the immunity decision that uh, that international financial institutions do not enjoy absolute immunity. They filed a motion to dismiss the case in the lower court because the original case still needs to be settled for destruction and damages. So they went back to the lower court where they filed for a motion to dismiss the case. They stated that exceptions to immunity do not apply in this case and that they were not responsible for the harms to the communities in India. Of course, this was uh, this was opposed by uh, by the community and, and the lawyers who represented them. In fact, uh, the judgment came out in which uh, uh, the judge said that uh, they found that IFC is immune under the facts of this particular case, in this particular case, and the reason they gave that it is uh, the judge basically ruled that the case is not based upon commercial activity that was carried out in the U.S. It's interesting because uh, the lawyers uh, had a very different take. Our lawyers, the community's lawyers rather, uh, stated that uh, the court to allow them to allege additional facts showing that the IFC's tortious acts or the damaging acts were basic, like, like the signing of the contracts, the decision in terms of... Uh, 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 going ahead with funding such a damaging project th that lies in the United States. This was dismissed. We know that this was coming. We know that this was going to be dismissed in the lo lower court somewhere. We definitely knew that. And uh, right now, the community is ready to start the uphill battle uh, to file an appeal. It is in the process. They are preparing to file an appeal against this uh, this judgment in the lower court. 
and uh, it's it, it it still requires a lot of effort a lot of this process actually required a lot of finding data finding uh, doing a lot of research on ground sitting with communities talking to a lot more members from uh, academicians to people who are experts on environment on pollution on marine ecology international networks uh, trying to keep this in the news get the media attention because it, it it is difficult to find media attention for these things so the community has fought on a lot of ends the struggle is far for from over but uh, these small victories not small i think it is a it's a huge victory after 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 the nagmada struggle being uh, pushing these institutions to form these accountability mechanisms this struggle from india again has pushed these institutions to relook at how they are uh, Uh, doing on these environmental and social parameters that they talk of or these policies they make and this has provided and this judgment has definitely provided people another weapon to kind of hold these institutions account thank you bharat bhai and thank you anu ji uh, it was so inspiring to hear this story and understand what all went into it Uh, to many of us who work with local communities and try and build a case it it is definitely something that we can understand because you need to it's like going to battle with all kinds of you know information gear from every aspect of it okay thank you for your valuable information from hanuradha munshi research coordinator with cfa and and bharat patil general secretary mahimar adhikar sangarsh sangathan okay and friends you can contact us by following in fb instagram and you can share your feedback by contacting us 08022355490 again 08022355490 thank you